Thanks for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. Yo, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So I'm um, I'm up in the middle of Maine. Where are you at right now? Jersey, Jersey, South Jersey to be specific. Okay. Yeah. So um, it looks like you've lived in Jersey for a long time. You actually um, came from the UK and moved there at age nine. Um, so do you remember like how you were first exposed to hip hop? Any idea if it was like over in the UK or if it was when you got over to the United States? Oh, I remember specifically. Um, so when I was a kid in England, um, I would imagine there wasn't as much hip hop as there was in America where I was at in England at the time. But what I was able to see was Run DMC's Christmas joint. It was um, a Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. You ever seen the, that video? That or her? Yeah, yeah. So that was my first um, attachment to hip hop. Like, I love that that song and then um i have an older brother um who grew to be my partner um but he you know was in a dance group and he was already in the hip-hop when we were still in england um and he was listening to a lot of joints and um he was big on ll cool j's Uh, i remember he had the single um bad so i used to play that um bad single over and over again i had a small um tape cassette i used to play over and over again so that was like my first like you know, hip hop is, is, you know, but I was really, really young then, like super young. Um, when I really like first got attached to hip hop, like when I knew like this is what I, I, I had to do was probably when I heard um Keith Murray's most beautifulest things in this world. Mm. Uh, you know that joint? You oh, yeah, definitely. Joint? Yeah. So, yeah, one day I, I was getting ready for school and my sister was playing it while she was ironing her clothes while she was getting ready for school. And I ran in her room and I was like, yo, what is that? And she was like, yo, that's Keith Murray. And, you know. <laughs> so did you immediately start writing rhymes or were you already writing and making songs before then? I was already um, writing songs because um, my brother, brother was yeah. a, a MC before that. And beyond, even beyond that, music's been in our family forever. And my father used to, you know, chat on the mic as a reggae MC. And, um, you know, he used to own a sound set in England, you know, do the reggae sound clash thing. So music's been in our family. Um, I've always been around artists. My father used to have a lot of artists over our house before, like the sound sets he used to play in England for his like <clears throat> reggae sound clashes or whatever. Um, and then beyond that, my brother, who's seven years my um, older than me, he really was the one who brought me into hip hop. He really was the one who taught me how to become an MC. So I took what he was able to teach me and, and ran with it. And, you know, created my own style in addition to what he had already told me. So, yes, he's been in the family, but, yes, um, my brother's the main influence as far as becoming an MC. Skit Slam. Jaren, yep. word up, my brother. So, around um, how old do you think you were when you guys uh, formed the group? Is it ever li- live in sound or ever live in sound? Ever living. E-V-E-R-L-I-V-E-N, like um, ever living. Like, um, you ever you ever see mom, um, you ever see Thundercats? Yeah. So you know Mumra, how he'd be like, Mumra, the ever living. Is he the blue guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Mumra is ever living, which means eternal, which means can't die, and you know, ever living, immortal. Yeah. So it's ever living. That's like forever living. So it's ever living sound. Ever living sound. Now, were those recordings uh, still available anywhere online, like on uh, YouTube or anything? You think? Um, which recordings? 
from from you and your brother together in the group? Oh, we have uh, several albums. We have okay. uh, we have several albums. I think we have like five albums together. Um, in the beginning of our career, probably maybe what you're referring to is like an EP that might not be online. Um, yeah, that our first EP together was called the Evolution EP. That came out a long, long time ago. Um, I'm not sure if that's available, but we have several albums after that. We have Freedom 1, Freedom 2. We have the Ever Ending Story, um, the Evolution EP. It's a, it's a few joints. Mm-hmm. So um, what made you decide to start making solo music? Did your brother just stop doing it? No, 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 no. Um, solo music, I just felt the core answers. I felt like, like I had more in me, kind of like um, if you were painting a picture and you had one canvas and you just knew that you wanted to paint your own picture because you had more inside of you and you, you know, you didn't want to share your canvas this time. Mm-hmm. So that that's really what it is. Like I just, yeah. knew I had a lot inside of me. So w- when you were um, in the group with your brother, were you working on solo music the whole time or was it kind of just something that came up and you decided to run with it? No, no, I was, I was solo before um, me and him became a group. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So, so he actually he's on a few of your, your albums. I noticed. Does he still put out music at all, or make music on his own? He still makes music. Um. His last joint came out maybe three years ago. Two, th- two, three years ago. So you mm-hmm. know he's still doing his thing. But you guys probably won't ever do another group album. You think? Uh I can't. I, I'm definitely not one to say never. I mean. This is what we do. He got the same mom and dad as me. So this, like, he he pretty much is me. So as long as I'm doing it, you know, I'm pretty sure he'll be doing it. So, yeah, I would say, I would say we are going to do another album. I mean, we don't necessarily have a plan, but um, it's my brother. That's how, how we get down. Yeah, it's so, most likely to happen. Yeah. I mean, if you ask him <laughs> right now, you might not say no, but, you know, it's my brother. So, yeah. Right. So would you say there's a song that um most people know you for like um like a song that's most popular with your fans um if you had to pick one yeah it's kind of it's kind of funny it's a kind of funny story i suppose maybe i could make it a story but it doesn't have to be a story but um two two songs come to mind the first song that came to mind was um i'm a mc and it was the single off of my album Hip Hop in the Soul, which uh, featured KRS-One. Actually, mm-hmm. that song might be the most famous. Uh, I got a song called Control featuring, featuring KRS. Um, so I'm an MC or Control, but then the, the as I was thinking about those songs, the song that popped into my head, I have this song called Iceman that I did um, on the Snow Goons album. It was Black Snow 2. It came out like a few years, like mad years ago. But um. When I created, it's funny because I'm looking at a Funko Pop of Iceman right in front of me right there. Um, I yeah, I just didn't expect that song to blow up and like that. Like if you go on YouTube, like it, it's almost at like a, a million views, and it could. There was a, a YouTube up a long time ago before that that was more than that, so it should be beyond the million. But anyway, this song is just I didn't know people would like gravitate to it that much. Like it's really. Hmm. does really well it's called Iceman um spot you know Snow Goons produced it and it's on their album Black Snow yeah I saw that was near the top on um on your title and uh Spotify 
Yes, that song like <laughs> keeps following me around. I mean, I like it. It's a it's a cool story to it because they back then they sent me mad beats and um my son who was five at the time I was letting him listen to the beats and I was like, yo, which song, which beats that I, I write a song to? And he picked this beat. So without my five year old kid at the time, that's cool. You should pick that one. So uh, what was it like working with KRS and how did that song come about? Uh, KRS is super dope. Um, KRS is like uh, your homeboy, like for real, for real. Like I've met a few, um, I suppose, icons, celebrities, legends in hip hop before. But um, KRS definitely gives you uh, a very regular feel. Like he's a he's very like a regular guy. Yeah, yeah, he's very genuine. He's very huge at the same time. Like his aura <laughs> is very huge, but at the same time, he's very um genuine and down to earth. Like he makes you feel very comfortable. Um, so that would be the first thing that comes to mind. And then as far as uh working with him, that shit was, you know, I yeah, if I had had a top five of my favorite hip hop moments, that might this might be like one or two. I mean. It, it was incredible because he um, obviously is a lot of people's favorite MCs and, and being able to work with him in that space for that amount of time, I was definitely able to see firsthand why. Um, because him being on my album, he didn't just like write a verse and like it wasn't a situation where he just wrote a verse and he never met me and he sent it online and we wasn't in the studio together. No, we were in we were in, you know, the same room together. He asked me all about myself, all about my life, all about the album. And then when he wrote, was writing the verse, he included me in in, you know, writing his verse. And um it was just very the word that popped into my mind was loving and genuine, like and and artistic, like it was pure. Um and and I oh, oh him and I <laughs> this this might be a stretch on Wallen, but him and I would <laughs> would probably make a really good album together because we're we're a lot alike in the fashion of um passionate and like very focused about what we're doing. And and to be fair, I know our, our birthdays are like very close together. I think we're the same sign or some shit. But um yeah, like it was is he he's he's super dope. He he is I found to be I like I've met people and you will I've been like, "Oh, I wish I didn't meet them before." Yeah. Him, I'm like, "Yes. Yes, he is who I thought he so was." It, was, it sounds like it was like the perfect scenario ever. Yeah, yeah. The rest. <laughs> for and me, like it was better than you were expecting. Uh better better Maybe. Uh I mean, it was what I I hoped it would be. Yeah, you know, I can't, I can't, I couldn't ask for more. Right. I mean, I, I have his. Um, he gave me his verse. I have his verse laminated, stuck up on my wall right oh, now, shit. It's right behind me. So he wrote it out, obviously, because I feel like back then maybe people weren't on their phones writing uh, verses nah, as nah, much, and I, I couldn't imagine him really doing that anyway, like typing it out in his notes section of his iPhone. Yeah, man, I'm looking at it right now. He wrote it. Yeah, I had That's my crazy. mom. My mom used to walk by this place where you laminate this stuff every day as she goes to work. I was like, yo, mom, take this to work and laminate it for me because I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Got it. So when you work with people like that, do you, like, um, do you find yourself going to New York a lot? 
to do a lot of your work or do, or do people come out to New Jersey um and back work in with the, you? back in the day I used to go to New York more nowadays um definitely like like right now in this moment has definitely been like sending verses online and really not being in the studio I haven't been in the studio with a lot of people um that I've done songs with recently definitely yeah. not I suppose maybe because of the pandemic but yeah just that's really just sending verses like a I'll record my verse at my house and send it online. Send so, it somewhere, um, you know. looking back, like whether it's a solo track or with your brother, do you remember like the first DJ or or mix show or or maybe mixtape that one of your songs was on that you were really excited about? <sighs> I would. I'm gonna have to give the props to Blueprint Radio with Asan the Golden Child out of uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Rutgers Radio, Rutgers mm-hmm. University Radio. I was yeah. really young back then. I was probably like 15, 16, but I was, you know, it was the first time I was on radio. It was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was, that was it. Rutgers Radio, uh, the Blueprint Radio, props to Hassan, the golden child. So um, when you moved here from the UK, was there anything that you thought was strange or was really different in the US compared to over there? Um, that I thought was strange or different. Um, really just the obvious things, you know, the way people talk, um, the food was different, um, driving on different, I mean, I wasn't driving, but watching y'all drive on a different side of the road. Um, I was really young. So, um, the main things to me were like, just not my friends not being around. That was what what was different to me. Like, so yeah. beyond that, I was just, you know, a kid. So, yeah, um, I actually found out about you. Well, I don't know. Your name always seemed familiar, even when I heard the song. But um, M. Dot's a good friend of mine. And when I first met him um, was around the time Layer Cake came out. And so I heard you on that song with um, with Sean Don and him. Gotcha. El Mariachi. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember. It's a crazy track. I remember. Um, um uh m dot's my guy i like m dot because he he he's like me he's another one me and him would make a good album together i think and i've only been around him a few times we have like you know three four songs together i think oh you do yeah i thought i had saw maybe another one with you guys at some point but i i don't know where it would have been but um a few but um he's the same as me like he like that same passion and focus like and just drive and just genuine like this is what i do and this is who i am no matter what like yeah it's it's funny though because when that song came out i remember thinking like why is like that that your name sounded really familiar even though i felt like maybe that was the first time i'd I'd heard you it always like uh i don't know like it just looks familiar the name when you see it i guess oh that's i hope that's a good thing yeah what i mean um i've been doing a radio show it's it's online now, but it was in a radio station for eight years, and it's been over. Uh, it's been around eleven years now. So, it, I mean, I could have played some other tracks of yours at some point. Oh yeah, I, w- I would hope to hope to um hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so you, that's probably it. Sorry, we're yep. And um, do you have any idea how many albums you've put out at this point? I'm pretty sure it's uh nine, nine solo solo albums. If we're talking yeah. solo albums, yeah. Yeah, because it looks like you really like um, the last few years, especially you usually put out an album or two every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been um, I've been 
I've been tweaking as I've been saying. Something's definitely got into me. I can't wait to show you guys the next one or next several. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like, um, like being locked? I don't know if you were locked down at all with the pandemic, but do you feel like during that time it gave you a chance to really crank out a lot more songs? Um, nope. I think I was cranking them out anyway. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> all right. So, um, let's see. You just put out a new album, uh, Carp DM. Do you have a favorite track off that one? <clears throat> um, do I have a favorite song? Uh, that's a good question. Let me look at the track list here. I don't, I don't think I do, but. Let me just uh, make sure. Uh, no, I don't have a favorite song. I, yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm remembering. I I picked these seven songs um, because I didn't have a favorite of them, and um, they they actually were were a lot of loose songs that I had mm-hmm. that I was putting together um, because some of them didn't make the I Still Love Her album, but they were dope enough to be on a that I still love her album came out right before this. So they were good enough to be on an album, but they didn't fit that album. And then um, I had a few more songs. So they, it wasn't like uh say I one that one. I mean, they're, they're really all different. Yeah. They're, so that's, yeah. I, I, you know what? Some, so someone might hear one song and then if someone else might hear another song and you might not know it's the same artist because they carry like different energies um so it, it for me it depends on the day i know that was a long extended answer but it was the truth <laughs> no i i feel like it's um i wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like a really positive album because a lot of the songs like um they're you know like it's really positive like you have the title track carp dm uh my moment is now stuff like that all right so um carpe diem a meaning uh, seize the moment that's right really the topic of all the songs so if i'm going down the list of the songs the first song is um don't stop so that really means you know seize the moment don't and really on that song i'm just going in doing my thing but really it's you know don't stop sometimes um i feel like a lot of artists get caught up in having to create for someone or something and they forget about creating for themselves and and I'm making my best art when I'm creating it for myself. So when I'm saying don't stop, it's like don't stop doing the things that you love. So that that is Carpe Diem. And then the next joint is um for Jersey Remix. Um that was a joint that um it didn't necessarily have a home. I knew I wanted to do a remix for the song for Jersey that was on I Still Love Her album. Um, I did the song. It turned out dope. Shouts out to um, Hakeem Green from Channel Live and um, K Banger um, out of Piscataway, New Jersey, who hopped on the remix. And then um, next joint was One Million Miles Away. Um, that's a song that I loved. Um, matter of fact, if those lyrics, I don't know about the best song, but the lyrics on One, Mil- Mil- one Million Miles Away. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite lyrics that I ever wrote in my life. Oh, wow. One million miles away. If you like break down what I'm saying, word for word, line for line, one million miles away, that one. So I don't know if it's, that's the best song I created, but those 
that is why I put that on the album because I wanted to make sure people heard those lyrics. Um, like it is, um, is another one like Don't Stop. And I love that song because the energy is just flowing. It's a head nod, head nod joint as soon as you put it on by the time, even by the time it's on from beginning to the end, you just head nod and then it, it flows pretty much perfectly. Free um, is another one sort of like um, Don't Stop. A lot of times people as artists, we, we don't feel free because we feel like we have to do certain things. And I, I don't want to feel like that as an artist. I want to be able to, feel free to say what I want to say, create what I want to create and be who I want to be. In a, and a lot of times the world wants you to be in some type of box and I'm not about that. Yeah. Then um, my moment is now, which is self-explanatory. So you mentioned that you might have a few more projects that are already ready or that you're working on. Um, would you say you're someone that's always working on music and you try to write daily? Um, nowadays I'm working on a lot of music because I'm just in the zone. However, I've also came to the realization that I don't always have to be working on music. Um, a, a while back ago when I, when I first started, I always felt like I had to be working on music. I had to be writing. I had to be creating. Now I can't say I feel like that right now. I am like that. But it's not because I feel like I have to be. It's because it's definitely because I want to be. That's why I'm having so much fun because there I have I have no pressure. Like I can do what I want to do. It doesn't matter. Like and I have everything that I I, I want. Like yeah. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely the most important thing. Um. So how's 2022 been for you in general? And what are you looking forward to in 2023? Anything in particular that stands out? Um, 2022 has been a great year for me. Um, it's been a great year for a, a lot of reasons. Um, you know, I got a, a lot of personal reasons. It's, it's been a good year. Like, um, all right, all right I'll, I'll diverge. I haven't. You know, I pretty much stopped drinking this year. I haven't had a drink in three months now. Wow. And um, before that, I only had drank like three times since February. Like, and when I say drink, like maybe one or two drinks. So, yeah. I, you know, that alone, I keep patting myself on the back for that. Back for that. Like, I'm happy as hell for that. I wanted to like get that out. And, not, and it, it's not like I was like an alcoholic or anything like that. But, you know, it's not healthy. So... Now that that seems to be gone, I'm happy about that. Um, my family is thriving, you know. Um, you know, the kids are good, the family's good. Um, I'm healthy. I'm I'm creative as ever, and you know, not to say there aren't you know things that I can't complain about, but I would much rather focus on the things that I see that are good. And and right now, I feel like really creative. And I'm really happy about it because I, I don't have any pressure. And mm. I'm just like, you know, that that's really, really what it is. Yeah. So are you someone that kind of um, reflects back like around New Year's or sets goals that they want to try to achieve at the beginning of the year or anything? Um, no, not really. I'm, all, I'm always setting goals, though. But mm. like for a new year, no, nah, I can't say. But I mean, maybe. I mean, I'll, I'm always saying goals. So yeah, if you ask me if I have a goal, I definitely have a goal. Yeah. Um, I saw that you've done um, 
a handful of shows. Or I don't, I don't know how much you've been overseas, really, but I saw that you did do some shows in Europe. Um, do you plan on go, doing shows over there again anytime soon? Most definitely. I did, you know, I've done a lot of um, shows in Europe, done a total lot, but I definitely do plan on doing some more with this new album or al- albums, I should say, plural, that I'm working on. I definitely plan to be back over there, hopefully in 2023. So fingers crossed. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. I'll have be back the, soon. Sorry, has, have the shows and live performances slowed down a lot for you since 2020? Yes. <laughs> Drastically. <clears throat> um, but I haven't been the quickest to uh, accept them either. Like, the, I, did, I suppose in some form or fashion, they did start to come back. But um, things are different now. A lot of things are different. And right now, I think it's about uh, navigating the new landscape of music, which people doesn't people don't even know what it is. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's constantly changing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's music. Like, I don't know what type of music is your favorite favorite type of hip hop, if or if you listen to a different type of genres. But as far as hip hop, like it's constantly changing. But all all I can do and the reason why I, you know, keep doing it is because what I do isn't like I'm not trying to keep up with any type of times or fashion. Like it can keep changing if it wants to. What I'm doing is genuine. Like that's why I'm having mad fun. It's from the heart. So right. Like I don't but like as far as like knowing what to do next and like if I should perform here or or even if hip hop is going to be around because it's looking real crazy out there right now. <laughs> so people are like, why are you even doing this shit? Because I'm sorry, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, oh yeah absolutely. People are like, you know, why are you even like doing what you're doing? Because like, like I, I'm, I'm really an optimist, but yeah, I'm also like a kind of a realist. Like it, it's not looking that great for the hip for for musicians. I mean, you know how it is. So it's like, yeah. and if you're independent, it's like, and if you're of a certain age, it's like, but I I would hope that a lot of the things I said today would make you know or understand why I'm still doing it because I actually really love this shit. Like, right? Yeah, that's the that's really the best reason to do it. And I I feel like like the newer generation, like I I feel like most of them probably don't love what they're doing and and you can tell by the quality of music yeah um, how do you feel about like the newer artists like the mumble rap and just the stuff that really isn't i don't know i don't really consider it hip-hop very much it's more like pop pop rap i guess you could call it um i i don't want to clump them all together um yeah i don't want to clump them all together because some of them I like and some of them I don't like. So I don't want to clump them all together. I can't say I don't like all of them because I actually grew to like some of the people who I was calling mumble rap. Uh, you know, it took me a while, but I'm the type of person, it takes me a while. for Sometimes good things can be happening and because it's so popular, I'll just ignore the shit. And yeah. so... um that was happening for some of the some of the mumble rap um that I was just calling mumble like I just wasn't listening at at a point like I just what but then um I have a son who's 21 and oh, eventually yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to listen right. so um I did find some qualities and I was being like a grumpy old man for some of it you know the, they are artists and they are are younger and if you you know when you look back at every you know 10 years or so you 
there's older people saying whatever type of hip hop is happening is whack. So, you know, they, they do have some talent. So it's, I don't want to clump them all together. So some of them do, some of them don't. So, you you know, depends. Yeah. I, I tend to like the ones that um are saying, saying something. Yeah, like, what, what, even if they're mumbling, like they're saying something, even if like I have to like kind of like uh figure out what they're saying, if I figure out, <laughs> if I do figure <laughs> out they are saying something, I'm like, okay, I know he has a different style. I might not understand, but like he is like in his own way. And, that, and that's the thing about different generations. People, and I, that's what I've learned about having kids. Like uh, they communicate in a different way. They They express themselves in a different way. So if if I want to be like old and not kind of listen to the way they want to express themselves, I'm going to be the one missing out because they're not going to stop expressing themselves the way that like, I, you know, so it's my job to kind of listen and kind of filter out what, what I, what I like and what I don't like. I'm not just going to be like, Oh, I like everything. No, nah, hell no. Nah. Some of that shit is trash, but I do kind of try to listen for instead of like before where I was just like, Oh, I'm not listening to anything. I'm like, come kind of more open to, you know, yeah. some of these guys are. Right. Yeah. So would you say there's then any um, albums that you really like that have come out in the last two to three years? Uh, Like anybody's album. Yeah. Like for me, I really like the last few Nas albums. Uh, Well, I like the last one a whole lot. Um, Katie three. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 that one. Who can I give some big props to? Whose album did I like? Now someone's fucking album is missing. Do you listen to a lot of newer albums? Yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, um, the last one that I listened to uh was uh Joel Ortiz and and Crooked Eye album. Um, the Harbor Joint. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That was the last album that I listened to. Um, che Noir, she had an album this year, I believe, that was really good. Um, Elzai, um, his Zeitgeist album with um, George and Maldro was super dope. Um, who else have I been listening to? Well, you know, I I can't say anyone that I'm listening. I, I there hasn't been an album. And these are no shots at any album. Like the albums that I just said, I obviously really love, but I haven't really played an album over and 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 over again in a long time. I can't even remember. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely feel the same way. Like I, I feel like today, like a lot of times I listen to a lot of new albums just, just because for the show, the other show I do, I want to, you know, play the best songs that I like, but, um, a lot of times I'll judge an album by if I listen to it more than once these days, right. you know, because yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many more artists today than ever. Yeah. Also, there's a lot more stuff dropping. It's not like people drop an album every two or three years. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I agree. Is, yeah. is there any shows like in your area or just like online that you listen to for new music? Like maybe rap is out of control or shade 45. Um, Man, I was messed up by Eclipse's post the other day. I didn't look into it, but didn't he like have a post saying rap is out of control is over for? Now? Well, yeah, yeah, he's he's back on Shade Forty Five. I guess he was possibly gonna not be on there, but I just saw a post yesterday or the day before saying the show is back on. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it is gonna continue on there. Cool. So yeah, I listened to that. Um, um, my homeboy from Jersey, uh, 
DJ Absurd got a mix CD he's always putting out like weekly. He always has like all the exclusives on there. So on CD? Nah, nah, nah. Did you ask for CD? Nah, no, nah. no. I thought you said it was on a on CD. Nah, nah. His uh, his name is DJ Absurd. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he puts out a weekly joint of like all the dope joints and like yeah. that you want that like so many damn joints come out like you will miss songs because when oh, i yeah. listen to his his thing i'm like oh snap like so-and-so made a song with so-and-so like i would have missed this if i didn't listen to, yeah. like it's madness so um yeah dj absurd um besides that i you know i'm just around on the internet i, I follow people yeah i'm always now, trying to figure stuff out now i saw you were on some of these shows um freestyling how many times have you been on Shade Forty Five? Do you have any idea? Um, just on there freestyling. Uh, I think three or four. Yeah. yeah. What What do they have? What happens? Do they just call you and just say, "Hey, do you want to come up here?" And or how did that happen? No. Um. I mean, I know Eclipse. Eclipse. Like I, I know I've known Eclipse for a long time. Yeah. Uh, for a very long time. Um. I I suppose. You know, I when I have an album dropping, I'll hit up Eclipse and be like, "Yo, can I come up?" And he'd be like, "Yeah." He said, "It really is no long story." I mean, I yeah, <laughs> there really is no long story. I mean, I've known Eclipse for mad, mad years. Yeah. So I I actually saw that um there was a video of you and Sean P. Was yeah. he someone that you knew really well? Uh no, I can't say I knew him really well, but you know, I was. I can't even say like I was cool with him like we was homeboys, but you know, we were cool, yeah. and um, <laughs> you know, you know, we bust a couple jokes every time. We you know I hung out with him a few times. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, obviously you seen us in the studio together, so yeah. You know, he's a really good dude. You know, I, every time I spoke to him, we had good conversations. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Burned it down a couple times. You know, cracked a couple jokes. He was real cool with my uh, manager back then, like real cool with my manager, like super cool. So, you know, but like he he wasn't, I can't say like he was my homeboy, but yeah, I was cool with him. But yeah. yeah. Shout out, rest in peace, Sean P. So you, you've worked with a ton of people. Um, is there anyone that you've always wanted to do a track with that it just hasn't happened yet that you'd like to do one with at some point? Uh, someone hasn't asked me that in a long time. Um, Someone that I'd really like to do a song with. Uh, and I guess it doesn't have to be a, a rapper. It could be a producer also. Okay. All right. That that makes it easier. Um I, I you know, I and this might sound cliche. But I would I would like to do a song with DJ Premier. And what would be even cooler is if he had cuts on it and Erica Badu was on it. Mm. I'd be very happy about that. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I had a feeling you were going to say premiere, but I, mean, I, w- I was I was about to not say premiere, <laughs> but I just you know I landed yeah. on premiere. Right. If I want if I wanted to make an album with one producer, it'd be Dr. Dre. Like I would love to be in the studio with Dr. Dre. I would love hmm. for him to be like sign Marlis and make an album together and like do for me what he did for Eminem. <laughs> I would love that shit. <laughs> so um. Let's see. Uh, do you have a song or a project that you feel is extremely slept on? Like maybe more than anything else that you've put out? Yeah, Hip Hop and the Soul too. Okay. Um, is there any open mics or weekly shows in your area that you know of? 
Uh, no. Or are you kind of away from, from uh, stuff like that? No, I'm not away from it. I, I could probably find a couple, but, you know, not really any that I know about right now. It probably wouldn't take me too long to find a couple. Yeah. So is that something you were into at some point? Like, um, yeah, yeah. were you ever into battling or anything? Yeah, I got in a couple battles. Won a couple, lost a couple. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I think that's almost just about it. So is the new album, is it uh, available on vinyl or CD at all? Or do you plan on putting it out on those? Um... It's not on vinyl or on CD. Um, my last vinyl came out a long time ago. My last CD came out in 2018. Um, I haven't really found that great of a need to press up vinyl or CDs because I haven't been doing shows. And usually I would sell my vinyl and CDs mostly at shows, especially when I would tour. I know you said you don't know how much I toured overseas, but I have toured overseas a lot. Like I've been over there a lot. So mm-hmm. I would um sell, you know, a lot of my merch over there, but I haven't been over there in mad long. Um, The last time I actually really toured overseas was probably 2014. Mm. Like, like properly toured, like, you know, tour, tour, like I've done shows, but I mean like a tour, tour. Um, So yeah. So now the, it seems like things are getting back to normal. Yeah, man, I want to. I not. I want to. I'm going to be touring back over in Europe by next year, or maybe the year after that. But I'll be back over there. It's going down. <clears throat> are there any particular cities that that you're like dying to get back to over there in particular? Like anywhere that you really loved performing more than the others? I loved Berlin, Germany. Hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I need to get overseas. I haven't been over there. Seems like everyone I talk to has been over there lately. Um, how much on a scale of one to ten? How much do you love hip hop? Oh, I love it. It's it's got to be a ten. Like, like all types of hip hop, or just like what type of hip hop? Like, um, well, to be honest. Um, usually the majority of the music I listen to, probably 95% of the music I listen to is, um, eighties or nineties hip hop. Yeah, man. What you want to do is go to one of the festivals in Europe. You definitely want to do that. Like, you know how people have like these experience, if you love hip hop that much, Mm. like they're like i performed a festival in, in czech republic called uh hip-hop camp festival um just go I think, to the... i think m dots performed there too actually um yeah he it sounds m- familiar if he probably did um germany has one i think called the splash festival um amsterdam has a hip-hop festival but what you want to do is spend like four or five days over there during the course of that and You'll be like, oh, that's what the f- I'm missing out on. Like, in some of those places, it's sometimes when you go to certain parts of Europe, all all you can think of is that in a, in America, like it's almost like we're spoiled, and it's and it depending on where you know you are and what they're doing at the time, you just feel like. <laughs> certain parts of hip hop is still alive and and well and thriving like the way like 
oh, it's like, oh, shit, there's still this. Like, oh, yeah. Like with the break dancing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you go, and that's what I'm saying, if you go to one of those hip hop festivals, people are coming from all different countries and, and people that love hip hop as much as you. So you're going to see all that. And I, you yeah. know, I've seen it mad times. Ask M. Dot, <laughs> he'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, it's it seems like um, they, they like hip hop a lot or they appreciate it a lot more overseas than over here, you know, because uh, I know a lot of people. I'm, I'm originally from New Hampshire in okay. like 20 minutes from Massachusetts. And a lot of people from Mass, they've, They've done a lot of shows overseas and toured overseas. And, uh, you know, they do these huge festivals and shows. And then they could come over and do a show in New Hampshire or anywhere in New England, you know, and, and have 10 people there, you know, when they just were performing in front of thousands of people. Yeah. And uh, it just okay. seems like um, they yeah. love it a lot more over there. Like we kind of take it for granted, I think. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I, I was saying. But, you know. Again, I'm not really big on, even though I was saying we too, but like as a generalization, I guess, you know, some of us do, some of us don't. But on on a whole, that's pretty much kind of what I was seeing as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I have one more question, but first, can you give any shout outs and let people know where they can find you online? Sure. I would like to give a shout out to my children. Orion, my smallest, Nayari, Azurai, and Taishar. Um, I would like to give a shout out to hip hop, life, love, and liberty. Um, sorry, you had another question. Actually, I I, I forgot to mention another one. So there's actually two more. So, um. Would you be able to tell us anything about the few projects that you might be coming out with very soon in the near future? Coming up next? Um I, I won't say too much. I'll just say that um Yeah, I don't need I don't want to amp it up. I don't want to say too much. I would just say that um I'll yeah, everything I, I, I said already, if you just kind of keep that in mind, I think do you have any idea when the first one will be dropping? Any um, timetable for that? Nope, because I don't want to um, put myself in any type of box. But um, I would say you don't, you won't have to wait too too long. And uh, I think people are going to be really happy. Not, I think I I'm I'm going to make sure of it. Like I don't even want to say too much. But my very next one that I like a. I'm I'm writing so much right now because I I feel really emotional, like mm -hmm. I feel really emotional, like a lot is going on, and and that's when I make my best art, and when I say emotional, it, you know, it doesn't mean necessarily a bad, bad, just a lot of things are happening, and I feel a lot of things, and I'm thinking a lot of things, and I, I feel like I I need a lot to get a lot out, and like it's, and because I'm doing it so much. It's becoming like second. I mean, it's been second nature, but I mean, I guess you'll you'll see. I don't want to. I'm happy. So uh, this just popped in my head. Like, um, do you like to just drop albums out of nowhere? Like, is that kind of what you did with Carp DM? Uh, no, I mean, I don't that and that question. I guess we can go back to me being like, I don't really know the landscape of stuff. I don't 
I don't know what people are doing nowadays. Do I like to drop albums a surprise? Uh, I, I'm, I don't know. I might have announced that album. I don't even know if I, I can't, I don't even remember. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 nowadays, I really try to just do things when I feel like it. I'm yeah. Like, kind no of be rules. spontaneous. I just no rules. Like I'm at this stage in my cr- creative process. Like I just don't want any rules. Like I don't want people telling me I have to sound like this or I have to drop on Wednesday at 12 o'clock or, or I have to talk about this at this certain time. Like yeah. fuck all your rules. I like that. So yeah, that's really where I'm at. All right. So the last question I like to end with is, um, do you have a top five favorite albums of all time? Uh, sure. I can do that for you. I won't even try to be like, Oh, I don't, it's going to be kind of hard and it might fuck up, but, um, I can, I right. can give you a really good idea. Yep. Um, the first album that comes to mind is, uh, by the roots, Illadelph half-life. Mm. And then I, I suppose I'll stay with the roots. Things fall apart. Mm. Um, and then I'll go to Reflection Eternal, Train of Thought. Then I'll go to Red Man, Muddy Waters. Then Most Deaf Black on both sides. Damn, we're already at five. That's a good list. It's a good list, but now I feel cheated. Wow. <laughs> Wait, did I? I probably. That's why you I'm can saying. add one more if you want. Yeah, Nas keeps popping into my head, but um, I like a lot of Nas albums. What do you think of the new Black Thought? I really liked it. Black Thought is my favorite MC of all time. I mean, but what it, that I suppose that wasn't your question. Um, I thought it was incredible. He's, um, yeah, I won't want to. I'm not gonna be one of those snobs who's like, oh, you just started liking Black Thought now, but. To be fair, <laughs> I've liked Black Thought for a yeah. long time, and I've been I've been screaming at the top of my lungs about this shit. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like it's mostly the younger people, like when they saw when they see his freestyles, or like, um, you know, like a lot of people, like when they heard the Static track, um, uh, Bird's Eye View, where he goes on forever. Uh, a lot of people, I feel like, just that are younger, they Jeez. they're kind of just jumping on since he did solo tracks. But I mean, if you're if you grew up in the 80s or 90s and listened to The Roots, then, you know, people have known for a long time. I'll say this, too, because I, I love to give people credit and, and big people up when I, I feel like I should. He's another person. I, I've met him in person. I only met him one time, but he had that KRS energy. And we didn't talk as much as him and I as KRS, but we only, you know, spoke real, real briefly. But um, he just had a very regular brotherly, like, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, he, yeah. like. He seems like someone that has this like a strong presence. Yeah, he he had a strong presence, but he was just like he turned around and was talking to me like we was cool for mad long, and I was like, oh snap. Yeah, yeah the, he he was cool. The first show I ever saw live was actually um, right after Illadelph Half Life. It was the Roots in a Tribe Called Quest. Word! Oh, that was probably a wonderful, beautiful show. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm sure, but. Um, I appreciate you coming on tonight and taking the time. Uh, I really like the new album. I like I like a lot of the older stuff that I've heard from you, and you. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing a lot more. I'm glad to hear you got a few more coming out in the near future, 
And uh, just please keep me posted on everything. I'd love to play play the newer tracks on my show. And, I got uh, two questions. I got two questions. Yeah, for you go ahead. Before you let me go, what are your two favorite songs off the new of Carpe Diem? I like the uh, Four Jersey one. Uh huh. I just played that the other week on my show, and um, um, let's see. I think I played. I played a couple more at some point, but I I like uh, I like my moment is now. I like the first song, and Carp DM. Gotcha. I think it's like like it is is probably the other one I I might have played on the show. Well, thank you, my my guy. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I got it. Um, I saw that the album came out, and I was kind of surprised. And uh, but I mean, I've just been trying to play it as much as I can on the show and everything and you know just thank you I mean I guess suppose this one now I'm thinking about was a bit of a surprise uh kind of just put it out yeah yeah <laughs> well I'd seen it on like a email or a playlist that's, uh-huh. that's how I saw that it was out gotcha yeah I, well I definitely have a lot coming up soon so all right well uh keep me posted and if you want to jump back on and and uh, have another conversation in another six to twelve months or something, then then we can do that anytime. All right, sounds good, my man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right, thanks a lot. All right, peace. Take care. Have a good New Year and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Good New Year. Peace. Peace. The, 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 the Craig Noise 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 No